Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Milwaukee's actually two and four against Arizona this year. Uh, but none of that matters at this point. Um, I, think I think it Milwaukee, does. I think it matters. It doesn't matter. Why? Do- Some teams match up better. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What if you played them in April? Like, who cares? They played in September? Yeah, sure. It matters. See when they played. All right. The first series came April 10th. So to my point, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, see myself. So out. follow at Wake and Rake Pod. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will. Episode 101, baby. It's playoff time. We've waited all season for this, Brooksy. I'm sorry. The Royals, the A's, the <laughs> Angels. Taking the back seat. It's playoff time. It's time oh, for the big boys. I'm out. I'm out. Can't, you just named like the, the awful, like low-budget teams. What about all the teams that spent all that money? Okay, go, go, go. The Mets. Mets, Padres. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? That's right. Top three payrolls in baseball are not going to be playing playoff baseball. They will be playing golf. Um, Yeah, man. Interesting. I think that's just a testament to like teams starting to um, maybe pay a little more attention. Not they don't pay a lot of attention, but start paying more attention to scouting and development. And these teams that are in it right now have pretty good farm systems. So. Uh, maybe that is something to look at, not just the big splash to make your fans happy at that given moment. Just a thought, because it works. But um, we're here. Yeah, this is it. The season felt like it, it flew by. I think a lot of that had to do with uh, average game time was 240, so the rules worked. It was fun. It was shorter. We watched less baseball. Not less baseball. We watched the same amount of baseball. It just all happened in a more condensed time frame, which was better for everybody, I think. Um, outside of beer vendors, which those sales weren't really down that much anyway, so it was fine. But um, I'm happy, man. I'm I'm, I'm fired up for for the postseason. Get get in the tournament. That's it, right? They have all these teams, these wild card teams. Um, if you get hot at the right time, you can go get your ring. I think we can both agree. All six teams on the American League side of things, all six teams on the National League side of things. Each one of those teams absolutely deserves to be where they're at. There wasn't any team that lucked into the spot that they're in. There wasn't any team that had a couple lucky breaks here and there. No, like these six teams in the American League, I believe, are the six best teams in the American League. The only one, the only team that I feel like maybe, I don't want to say doesn't deserve to be there, but maybe uh, in a lot of other instances would have not been here is the Texas Rangers. They Through the first 100 games, they were phenomenal. But mm-hmm. they they pretty much tanked there for a while. And had the Astros and the Mariners not also played terrible during that three-week period, they wouldn't even be in the mix. They wouldn't be in the – they'd be sitting at home right now too. But it worked out for them. They got they, – they heated back up there towards the end of September, and here they are. I was going to say, I'm with you. I get what you're saying, but you can't overlook what they did in September. Uh, no. 15 well, and thir- 15 and 13. So it's yeah. not like they just completely dropped the ball. They went 15 and 12 in August, 15 and 13 in September. Yeah, but we so. talk about how the Blue Jays are limping into the playoffs. They went 16 and 11. True. Yeah. There's a lot of teams limping into the playoffs. And by limping, I mean like injury-wise. Yeah. A yeah, lot of teams, of they're that, banged we'll up. We'll get into this. We'll get into this. But the Brandon Woodruff shoulder yeah. soreness, injury, inflammation, whatever it is, him not being available in the wild card round, I got Milwaukee going a good ways in this thing, and that makes me question my picks a little bit. So you have your bracket filled out, right? Yeah. Is it the same? Right here in front of me. Is it the same? Okay, let me ask you this. Are you using the same bracket that you detailed on CBS Sports HQ? Yeah. It's the same picks. So you're going with one bracket. You're not filling out any more than just one. No, just one. I, 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 
the only reason I would fill up multiples if I'm trying to like like March Madness, like I have to like right. try to win money. Like this is just what I believe is gonna happen. Lots to discuss today because there's not just playoff baseball, although that's gonna be our focus. A lot mm-hmm. of news hit 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 the you know hit the wall today. Uh, the Angels are not gonna retain their manager. Shocking. Um, Trevor Bauer has come to a settlement with his accuser. So Trevor Bauer is going to be a free agent at season's end after he had a very strong season over in Japan. So he's going to be a free agent. I don't know. Maybe he returns to major league baseball. It's kind of up for determination age 32 dominant season kind of have to wait and see on that one. Um, and I haven't filled out my bracket yet, so I'm going to kind of do it live on the show. Cause I want that's fair. I on your expertise. To I'm going to be your research tool is what you're saying. Pretty much because I tried doing it, man, and a it's lot hard. of them are coin flips. It took me. I started looking at it last night because I had to talk. I went to HQ and did uh, Spotlight on CBS Sports Network today mm-hmm. at shows at four. I started looking at it last night, and I got a little overwhelmed because I was like, "All right, here's my picks," and then I was like, "Wait, this guy," and I just like completely changed half my picks. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough, which is good because that means we're being for some good series. I think a major determining factor for me is I really value which series the matchups are in. I say that because I think some teams are built for a best of three. Some teams are say, built for a best of five, best of seven. That oh, really matters. For sure. For sure. And, and we have, there's some very inexperienced teams in the mix with some yeah. also they could be playing some very experienced postseason teams over the past few years with rosters of guys who have been there. And I think that comes into play late into the playoffs as well. When there's a World Series berth on the line. We'd be remiss not to discuss the passing of Tim Wakefield first. Uh, yeah. I had the pleasure. I, you know, I didn't know him on a major personal basis. But when I went over to Boston to meet up with you, I think it was last year, I got mm-hmm. the pleasure of shaking his hand and meeting him. And just seemed like a very uh, just down-to-earth human being. And so oh, yeah. I think the world is going to be a worse place without Tim Wakefield yeah. walking the streets. It's a good way to put it. Um Wake was a good dude. I mean it's just all kind of came out of nowhere too. Um I think it all happened pretty quick. I don't I don't know the details as far as um uh when things started going wrong or you know I had you know some some people close by who kind of filled me in on some things that were you know going on within the last week, week and a half or so. Um and obviously, Kurt Schilling broke some news that probably, sh- not probably, it shouldn't have been broken. That wasn't his place uh, to do that. And I think he pissed a lot of people off, me included. You know, I didn't really agree with the way he did that. Um, it's just not his place. If 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 Wake wanted people to do that, he would give the Red Sox to go ahead on a statement or he would come out himself and do a, make a statement. Uh, not on Kurt Schilling's podcast. So uh, him and his family are just going through, uh, you know, had had been going through a lot the past few months, you know, um, with his wife fighting some illness. Uh, he's got two teenagers. Um, so he just, to the man, I mean, this is a good man who selfless, he put himself and um, put everyone in front of him uh, before him. He He was... He did so much in the Boston community as far as charity work and helping others, uh, whether it was veterans, whether it was uh, kids in need, anybody in need, the Red Sox Foundation. He was the sitting chairman there for them. Uh, so he did a lot in the community. Um, and he's just always been that guy. He started as him as a teammate and it carried on post playing career. And then um, I didn't play with him. So he was uh, before before my time. Uh, but I was analyst with him the last two years. I called a few games with him in the booth this season. Um, this is just out of nowhere and really just kind of really shaking up, not, not just Boston, not just the Red Sox organization, but like the baseball world, everybody that's had contact uh, and known Tim Wake, Wakefield. This is a uh, shock and uh, it hurts, man. You just, you hate to lose anybody, you know, but um he was special. He was different. And this, it just it sucks. No way around it. Major loss, two-time World Series champ, Red Sox Hall of Fame, 2009 All-Star. I'm glad you got the opportunity to work for, with him on the Nest Network, at least. So that's Me too, it. man. Me too. 
And, you know, and it wasn't even about, you know, baseball knowledge, this and that, the numbers on the back of his baseball card. Like, he never even talked about that stuff. Mm -hmm. It was talking about, like, how are we going to help this group? Hey, can you do the help me with this with the Red Sox Foundation? Hey, come to our foundation tournament. Like, let's do this. Hey, I have these people coming in to visit us today. Like, they, you know, they're fighting this. They're dealing with this. It was always about other people. And um, I think even down to the end, he he didn't want people to know about what he was going through because he didn't want people to feel bad for him or worry about him. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. We'll attempt to transition here into a lighter subject matter, but Tim Wakefield's family friends are definitely in our thoughts and prayers. For sure. We'll talk bracket breakdown. But I have a couple bullet points I want to kind of toss your way, Brooks, because we can't ignore the big time news that came across just today. A couple things. Major League Baseball put out their audience numbers for the year. Major League uh, Baseball, according to Bob Nightingale, it drew more than 70 million fans. What's the largest increase in fans in 30 years? 30 years. 30 years. Three decades. This is the largest fan draw they've gotten in three decades. And that's just from 2022 to 2023. That's just 2023. No, no, I know, but it the increase is from last season. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's yeah. awesome. That's that's yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah. I think the new rules played a, a part in that. I think uh, Major League Baseball, which has had a marketing problem the past decade, has really uh, listened up to players and ex-players and people within the game to realize that they they did have a problem. Um. And I've seen major change in that. I've seen them right there with NFL and the NBA and um, other major sports uh, as far as social media and content. And that helps drive it, man. If you want the younger generation locked into this, you better be on their their tablets and their screens and do something to keep their attention, their TikToks or whatever you kids do. Um, but uh, that that's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Like you just got to keep people interested. And I think the rule change obviously made the game um, a little more uh, easier, easier watch. I'll put it that way. 30, what? 24, 30, 30 minute. What was it? 24 minute. Faster 24. Game? Yeah, yeah. 24, 24 minute on average. Minutes. Yeah. So that's, that's great. It doesn't sound like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, it really is faster paced game. Postseason rules. Pitch clock's going to remain the ghost runner or, is Ghost Runner, is that like the universal name for You know the what's weird? Girl? Everybody calls it a Ghost Runner. I call it, I like to call it a Zombie Runner. Zombie Runner. I've heard that before. Yeah. I call it Zombie because like he's out, but he's still out there moving around. Like, right. So that's <laughs> that's gone. So pitch clock remains, but the Zombie Runner rule where the guy starts on second base and extra innings, that is no longer for the playoffs. So Which it, I'm, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I agree. I'm on board with that. You don't want to end your game because in your you don't in your season or like miss out on a chance to go to world series because of that yeah or the guy on second base like i get it in the regular season i get it postseason no 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 we gotta play 17 we gotta play 17 the angels will not be in the playoffs but they have found a way to fit themselves into the conversations as we talk about the playoffs that's because they are not retaining their manager and phil nevin so get this brooksy so since shohei otani signed with the angels before the 2018 season, the Angels, well, I should rephrase and say that Mike Shosha stepped down as manager in 2018, Shohei's first season. In 2019, the Angels fired their manager in Brad Osmus. In 2022, just a couple years after that, the Angels fired their manager in Joe Madden midseason. And here in 2023, the Angels opted not to retain manager Phil Nevin. So, hypothetically, if Shohei Otani was completely loony and decided to re, uh, remain with the Angels. It would be his fifth manager in six seasons. Ridiculous, but here you go. Here you go. Gabe Kapler is going to be the Angels manager. Gabe, really? Maybe. Perriman Asian is definitely a big analytical guy. It's it's a decent fit. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. Cali guy? Yes. Yeah. Yep. LA guy. Yep. Well, Kapler's going to have a rebuild under his hands because I'm telling you, man, I think yeah, it's going to be you know, reset yeah. in Orange County. Yeah. yeah. Trevor Bauer. 
32-year-old, going to be a free agent after this year. This is what he did with the Yokohama Bay Stars of the Nippon Professional Baseball League in Japan. He went 10-4 and with a 2.76 ERA, 130 and two-thirds innings pitched, 130 strikeouts, a 1.14 whip, and a 9.0 strikeout per nine. He was named to the All-Star team, and he was named the month of June league MVP. So a very strong season for Trevor Bauer, who is now acquitted of any accusations um, from this rape accusation from, from the woman from 2021. the video he put out today? Very interesting. It was very uh, filling. Yeah. And uh, What's even more interesting is like he's got receipts. Whole lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty interesting. I mean, he basically, um, he basically put I'm out not... there that, that, Anything that was charged against him was premeditated. The issue with him getting back to uh, the league is like he really pissed Rob Manfred off. Yeah. Like he went for Rob Manfred. He went after him. Um, and that's probably why he got the, the biggest suspension ever. Because he called constantly called out the league and called out Rob Manfred. And Rob was like, cool, man. You want to do that? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Right. So um I don't know if he's been like blacklisted. I don't know if a team's gonna want that distraction. I think maybe I think obviously with the year of him going and playing overseas, let's that die down. So it's if you'd signed him last year, then yeah, it'd be a massive dis- distraction. Now it's like people kind of forgot about him. Mm-hmm. So that's just how the world works. Time so heals I, all wounds, right? I would not be surprised to see him sign with someone from so like is- a, on like a two year deal. So you think Bauer is in Major League Baseball in 2024? Yeah. I agree. I think he is. I think so. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk playoffs, baby. Let's do this, please. American League, let's set up the picture here. It's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays as the sixth seed, battling the American League Central champion, <clears throat> Minnesota Twins, as the three seed. The Houston Astros are the two seed. They get a first-round bye. The fifth seed Texas Rangers will take on the fourth-seeded Tampa Bay Rays and the number one seed in the American League, will be the Baltimore Orioles. So let's start with the American League. Okay. Work through the first round there, and then we can switch sides and go to Try the Try not to spend, like, too much time on each. And then, obviously, like, as far as further we go in the bracket, um, the least information we'll have, just because yep. we've probably already talked about the teams. But um, let's – I mean, let's start with Toronto and uh, Minnesota. So this one, I originally – so I told you I switched a couple. I originally had Toronto win in the series. Mm-hmm. Minnesota had more playoff games since what, two thousand two, something like that. Yeah, they I, they the lost I think they beat the Oakland. A's. They beat the Oakland A's in two thousand two. Seventeen straight losses, right? Something like that. And um, I think they break. I think they break. Well, obviously, this is a three game series, so they could win a game and still not move on. Yeah. Um, but I think they win the series. Uh, and this is going to be pitching, pitching, pitching against each other. I mean, you, Gosman, Barrios, Bassett. Pablo, Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, and Joe Ryan. Like the difference here, I know Toronto's got a pretty good bullpen too. So I started trying to find a way. Like, how's like how I like I, in my gut, I'm going, Minnesota's gonna win this. So Toronto didn't play great down the stretch. You know, they they're playing okay baseball. Minnesota 18 and 9 in September. They're playing really good baseball last week of the season. Their offense was really swinging it. Something so their bullpen obviously Duran averages like 102 on his fastball, right? Honestly, they also have five of their main guys other than Duran that average 95 and a half or better. Uh, Toronto struggles with 95 plus, really? Yeah, man. So they're 24th in slugging against Hmm. pitches that are 95 and above. See, here you go, talking me into my picks, man. Okay, so this is what I needed. So, well, I was just like in my gut. I was like, okay, my gut feeling tells me the the Twins are going to win this thing. Yeah. So I needed I needed something to talk me into it. So once you start looking into the bullpen and late in games, and Toronto not and and so Toronto's a slugging team, right? When when they're winning, they're hitting homers, they're hitting doubles, they're slugging. Well, if they're going to face guys coming out of the pen throwing gas and they don't handle that well, they don't slug twenty fourth in slugging against ninety five plus. Let's go Minnesota here. Let's go. They, they break it. They break it and move on. I got them moving on to the next. Going to be Gosman Lopez, game one in Minnesota. 
Tuesday. Lopez is nasty, and then Sonny Gray's game two, and he's going to get Cy Young pick or votes. Yep. Uh, swing and miss stuff is Minnesota's bread and butter. Lopez, Sonny Gray, and Joe Ryan and Kenta May to throw him in there. They have, but and then and then their bullpen throws Fuego, man. I'm... Yeah, they have three guys starting rotation wise that are in top fifteen in the American League in swing and miss percentage. So it's going to be a battle of starters. The real question with Minnesota becomes how healthy hit? are they? You know how healthy? Like- because Carlos Correa is going to play. He's dealing with a foot injury. Royce Lewis, they're hoping he's going to play, but they're not super optimistic, and they're not optimistic at all that Byron Correa, is going to Correa play. Correa's playing. Correa's playing. Question mark over Lewis and probably a nah on Byron Buxton. You know what? Kepler had a tough start, and he really ended up mm-hmm. having a pretty good year. Yeah. Led the team it, in slugging. I think Royce Lewis is your X factor there. If Royce Lewis plays, I think the Twins absolutely have a chance to win that series. If Royce Lewis does not play, I, I'm uh, taking him on. Man, this is going to be – I think this is the best wild card game. Do you have Minnesota? Series. Do you have Minnesota? Moving on. I got Minnesota. Yeah, I'll take Toronto. Uh, fifth seed, Texas. Fourth seeded, Tampa Bay. Game okay. one. Game one will be Jordan Montgomery versus Tyler Glasnow. Yeah. So obviously, we know all the injuries that Texas has had to their their pitching staff. Um, and I mean their bullpen. I think the bullpen is what's going to cost this team. I mean, we've seen this bullpen stink the last month, and a lot of that has to do with the injuries to their starting pitching, where the bullpen was having to cover a lot of innings. Uh, getting Nate Evaldi is, is huge, getting him back. But, I mean, they, they're they going to need length from their starting pitching just because they don't trust their bullpen. Like, what are what are you going to get from Chapman? What are you going to get from Will Smith? Like, what do you uh, – LeClerc. Like, what are you going to get from these guys on the back end? Because sometimes they go in and shove, and other times they go in and give up four. Mm-hmm. And you can't have that. So, I love Glass. It's probably going to be Glass now, Eflin. Is it Savali? And – Third, most likely, it's kind of most a TBD. They're back. Their their bullpen, especially the back end of their bullpen with Fairbanks. I mean, they're they're good. Like this so, team can yeah. pitch, and uh, I still believe in their offense enough. Um, you know what's crazy? Do you know Texas led the AL West for 160 days? 160 days. Oh wow! No, I did. It's kind of like a Mets 2022 type type yeah. situation, kind of. Yeah, and then lost it the last right. Month. The two days from the end of the season. Jeez, I did not realize that. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good number there. I might steal yeah. it from you. Pretty good. Hey, you might want to confirm it. I could be completely wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Tampa. I'm going to go Tampa in this one. I, I like the Rangers. They had a great season. Um, they're. I mean, you're not going to have Scherzer this series, so you really don't have. You need really, really good starts out of Jordan Montgomery, which he's capable of, and then Nate Evaldi. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give yourself a chance there, but I, I think Tampa's a better team right now. It's hard to overlook Texas's offense. It is, man. So that's that's the that's the thing too. So their offense is one of the, probably the most streaky offense in baseball. Mm-hmm. They are either scolding white hot or just as cold as it gets. Right. Yep. So it's like which offense do you get? And against yeah. against those arms. I don't I don't know if you get the hot offense. It's even harder to overlook though the save percentage for Texas. They have oh as God. September 29th the sixth worst save percentage in Major League Baseball history. No, wait. Eighth, I'm sorry. Eighth, eighth worst save percentage in Major League Baseball history. It's not good. So bullpen, you know, if Avaldi is done after 5, where are you going with the ball after that? You know, you even gotta, if he throws six, that's the thing. They have no bridge six, guys. It's like, yeah. it's like it, save percentage is save percentage. Like, right. He get those seven and they still blow it. If it's a yeah. two to one game, right. They're going to have to outslug Tampa. And I think Tampa has two good of arms in the bullpen. That's, and that's, the rotation. that's where I'm at. I'm like, all right, I know they're going to have to outslug them to win, but I don't think they can do it against those arms. I'm going Tampa. I agree. Uh, let's right. shift things over to the nationally wild card. It's going to be the six-seeded Arizona Diamondbacks playing the third-seeded Milwaukee Brewers. The two-seeded Los Angeles Dodgers have a first-round bye. The fifth-seeded Miami Marlins will face off against the fourth-seeded Philadelphia Phillies. 
And the number one seed in the bracket is going to be the Atlanta Braves getting a first round bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Okay, we'll start in Milwaukee, six-seeded Arizona, third-seeded Milwaukee. And you know, wild card's fun. It's fun. I like it. I like to I like Arizona and Miami being in here, but um even with no Brandon Woodruff, I'm gonna lean Milwaukee in this one. Okay. Um Milwaukee's actually two and four against Arizona this year. Uh, but none of that matters at this point. Um, I, think I think it Milwaukee, does. I think it matters. It doesn't matter. Why? You could be, because it doesn't matter. Okay, so some teams match up better. It doesn't matter. What if you played them in April? Like, who cares? Sure. You get the context matters. Context matters. But context I do think matters. that some teams match up better. It depends on it. Yeah. If they played in September. Yeah, sure. It matters. See when they played. All right. Ooh. The first series came April 10th to mm. April 12th. And Arizona took two of three. And the next one came in June, where Arizona took two or three. So to my point, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, see myself. So out. if Arizona can somehow find a way to win game one against Corbin Burns, then they have Zach Gallen going in game two. There's no way they win game one. There's no there's, shot. Oh, th- there's always a shot, baby. This Brandon is Fat is going to be pitching game one for Arizona. He's three and nine with a five seven two ERA this year. Yeah, I understand. I, I also I'm picking Milwaukee, but I'm just saying like they got to try to find a way to win game one with Gallon going game two. Yeah. Um, so also if Arizona is going to win this, so what makes Arizona good? What makes them stand out is their aggressiveness. Like on the base pass, they're running wild. They play small ball. They hit behind guys. They bunt. They they're they're still in bases. They're going first to third. Scoring from first on doubles, they 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 run well. They play defense. Um, they got to get base runners right. They can't strike out. They got to work counts. They got to just find ways to get on base to cause chaos. Because otherwise, they're not thumpers. Like they're not they're not going to get up there. And but neither is Milwaukee. But Milwaukee has better arms. Mm-hmm. There's no way around that. And I just think even without Woodruff, Milwaukee wins this series. Woodruff update, basically. They're a little shady on his projection, but he's dealing with inflammation behind the same shoulder that he was dealing with early in April. And he missed four months this season with that shoulder inflammation. Yeah. So guaranteed um, he's not playing this series because they gave him a cortisone shot, hmm. hoping by the next series he can go. Yeah. That, I don't know if that's the case, but probably because if it's just inflammation, he would probably try to pitch through it. Yeah. So I guarantee it's like we get him a shot. Um, just try to get through this first series. But Peralta can, I mean, Peralta can throw it well too. So I'm kind of like you, man. I was a Milwaukee Brewer bandwagon guy for this postseason until I saw this Woody injury. Now I'm a little sour on him, but I do think they still have enough to get past Arizona just because I think that game one. I also think. Just from what I'm looking at and what I just told you about Woodruff, I think we see him this postseason if they win this wild card series. I hope so. You know where Arizona went wrong? Is they released Madison Bumgarner when they knew they were going to be in the postseason, so they should have held on to Bumgarner, even though he had an 8.0 ERA, and they should have held on to him just for this moment. They might not have got to the postseason if he was pitching. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I, too, am taking Milwaukee. Uh, Fifth-seeded Miami will play the nationally defending champion Philadelphia Phillies the four seed game one between the Phillies and the Marlins it's going to be there it is Jose Jesus Cesardo from Miami against Zach Wheeler game one yeah so I will say this first bravo Miami yeah my fight finish baby pretty sick there where they're at 
Skip Schumacher doing what he's doing uh, in his first year there. Uh, proud of you. But this is where it's, this is where it ends. Uh, I think Philly is the most best built team for the postseason right now. Um, Miami, no Alcantara, no Yuri Perez. That hurts. Uh, Braxton Garrett has got good stuff, but he's not one of those guys. Lozardo's a dude. He's got good stuff, um, but that's one guy. After that, I just. If, if Zach Wheeler goes and hurls a gym, like it doesn't matter what Lazardo does. Mm-hmm. And I just think uh, the Phillies have a, a roster full of dudes, like postseason built, uh, big moment players, Harper, Trey Turner, Schwarber, Real Muto. Like all these guys are like built for the big moments. Um, and that's going to come into play. Something else too, their bullpen's filthy, right? Most teams are lucky to have two really high leverage arms. They have like four or five. Yeah. Right. So we're looking at Kimbrell, Alvarado, uh, wrote some of them down. Soto. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. Sir Sir uh, Anthony Dominguez. Like they got like four high leverage arms. High velocity. Uh, huh? High velocity. Super high velocity. And none of it's really straight either. So I'm going Philly in this one. Happy for Miami to be here, but um, Philly is about to say go off in the postseason. I think mm. they're definitely built. Their roster is definitely built for a postseason. When you look at oh. teams that are built for a postseason, you think high power offense and three to four dominant starting pitchers, and that's really what Philly's got. Like they got three to four starters that can pitch deep in the ball games, and then you put that together, like you just said, with that high power bullpen. I love my fight and fish too. I don't An offense think that is this like loves the big moment, man. Yeah. Like they they are they they're a team that like I feel like they don't thrive when they're up six. Like when they're down one in the eighth, that's when this team's like, now we go. Yeah. Right? Like and that's what you need. That's what you need. Facing this lineup, let's say you do extend the series into three, four, five. Well, first series is going to be best of three, but let's say they move on. Facing that lineup. For five straight games, man, that's a tall task. And yeah, uh, I mean, I'm looking at their start: Wheeler, Nola, Taiwan Walker. They have Ranger Suarez. Yeah. Like, dang, yeah, dang. The Miami Marlins became the first team in Major League Baseball history to finish last in runs scored in their respective league and still make the playoffs. That's pretty cool. Yeah, baseball. So you have the Twins with a three seed facing off against. The Houston Astros, who get a first-round bye, they will face off in your bracket in the American League Divisional Series. Who you got? Um, Houston. Okay. Uh, good for Minnesota. You won a series, but Houston is just – this is where they thrive, man. October, this this roster. They somehow still – I loved Alex Bregman postgame. What, what, what was the exact quote? Uh People yeah, wondered what, whether the Houston Astros, what would happen if the Houston would Astros if they did, did not win? win. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll never know. Guess we'll never. Like, how, I told you, the Rangers were winning that division for 160 days. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, but just like the Phillies, uh, Houston is built for a postseason. Like, they have those big, uh, big time, big moment players, slow heartbeat guys, guys who there's a lot of postseason experience. Mm-hmm on this roster. And I think that plays into it. Um, I don't need to get too deep into this. Houston's Houston's going to win this. I can't find it. Um, the stat I was looking for here was Houston Astros by far had the least amount of innings pitch by Southpaws. They don't have any lefties in their bullpen, which didn't cause any issues last year because they had the same, they were last in major league baseball last year. I think we're, uh, the Houston Astros could really run into trouble is if they face a team with a bunch of dominant left-hand hitters, because yeah. then you have righty-on-lefty matchups galore. Yeah. Um, in Minnesota, well, like if they play, well, they played Philly in the in the post in the World Series last year, right? And Bryce Harper still, you know, they were able to contain him a bit. But Framber was also able to work deep in the games, which yeah. helped a couple times. But I think Toronto has enough starting pitching to get by Houston. So 
I will take Toronto to move on. Damn. Yeah. You're high on the Jays, huh? It's my first big upset for the brackets. Jesus. All I'm right, filling this out. On. I'm filling this out as we go, man. Uh Baltimore Orioles, one seed. You had Tampa Bay advancing. Who you got? Um, I have Baltimore beating the Rays. Um, I really like Baltimore. I mean, there's no way around it. They're they're young. I get it. They're young, unexperienced. Uh, but this they expect to win. Like these kids all came up together. Uh, they won in the minor leagues together. Uh, I think there's just something special within their clubhouse, kind of like a, I don't want to say us against the world thing, but um, two years ago, I mean, this team stunk, right? Last year, they kind of came back on the scene, won 80-something games, uh, and then this year, 100 games. So, I mean, their window to win is is now. It's starting right now. And they're going to be good for the next five, six years, or maybe longer. Who knows if they got to go spend some money. But um, I I think both teams have good pitching. I think Baltimore obviously not having Felix Batista to close because he's getting Tommy John hurts because they're so much better when Cano's eighth inning, uh, Cigano Perez is in the seventh inning, and then Batista's closing. But um, I think we're going to see closing by committee. I think it's going to be the sixth through the ninth inning is just going to be pockets of matchups. So you might see Cano in the sixth. You might have Seattle Perez closing the game. You might have Tyler Wells closing the game, uh, which we saw at the end of the year. He did it a couple times um, since he came up from the minor leagues, and he was nasty. So I think you see multiple – there's no one guy in their bullpen you're going to go, okay, he's going to close out a World Series game for them. I think it's going to be a handful of guys. Um, but I think Brandon Hyde has a feel for his guys, who they're good against. Uh, and then that offense is just really good. I, I love those kids. They're fun to watch. So I'm going to go Baltimore taking uh, the Rays down. Love Baltimore's team. I got nothing against those players. They have some fun, fun dudes. They all look the same, by the way, too, all these top Baltimore Orioles prospects. They're all white dudes with long, blonde, beautiful hair. Um, Hard to root against them. However, from the business perspective, I do not want a team with the third lowest payroll in baseball hoisting the trophy because I think it's a bad omen for Major League Baseball. Uh, I think teams, I think posing front offices are going to I think say, it's terrible for teams, for fan bases that like want to watch their teams deep in the playoffs when the Tampa Bay Rays fan base is dog shit. Sorry, Ryan Wesner, but you know I'm right. Like you guys should, they should have a much bigger following, but they don't. And that's a problem. Agreed. So I would rather have a team with a bigger fan base. What's Baltimore's play- payroll? The third lowest in Major League Baseball. What's Tampa's? Somewhere up there. I don't know. Tampa is 20. Six? What? 20- oh, okay. So they're fourth. So it goes Orioles. Right. Okay. So what's your argument here? No, the Orioles would be the lesser of two evils. I don't want the Rays or the Orioles to hoist. We're talking, you're pinching pennies at this point. No, I'm not. I'm telling you, if you have other front offices that are seeing the success of the Rays and the Orioles and they're not spending money, you're going to have you front offices say, your well, major, we don't. Your major argument here was because their payroll is too small, but the next in line is the Tampa Bay Rays. So you're picking the win. Look, more people are going to watch the Baltimore Orioles than watch the Tampa Bay Rays. There's no way around that. It's true, but I don't have... Have you seen I... the trop compared Camden lately? I know. I know. Okay. I, know. I hate to shoot you down, you're but right. I just... I think you're reaching. You're right, but maybe I don't have Tampa <laughs> Bay going much further than that. I don't have Baltimore going further than that. <laughs> Baltimore's payroll is $71 million. The Rays are $79 million. So, go O's, great season. Orioles are going down to Tampa. We're moving on to the National League Divisional Series. Dodgers, Milwaukee, what are you thinking? Okay, those, those, this is where I'm messed up right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I originally had Milwaukee taking down the Dodgers. Now I'm not so sure mm-hmm. anymore. Um, when I did this segment on CBS, the Woodruff news hadn't come out yet. So I did take Milwaukee on there. Um, I'll just I'll I'll just be honest. If if Milwaukee has Woodruff available in this series, I think they can beat him. Uh, yes, the Dodgers' offense is is very good, 
But outside of Mookie and Freeman, I think you can kind of work around that lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, where the Dodgers are in trouble, we all know, is their starting pitching. Like Clayton Kershaw is their number one. He's he's had shoulder stuff going on for a month and a half uh, that he's been pitching through. He's dealt with. So it's like, what version of Kershaw are you going to get? Obviously, he has a history of not being good in the postseason. He's overcome that a few times. I get it, but the history is still there. Then you go to rookie Bobby Miller, who's filthy, but there's zero postseason experience. Like, is that going to affect him? Is that affect his stuff? He's probably coming up on a career high in innings, uh, I would think, based off of you know what he did through the minor leagues. Um, and then who do you go to? Like Lance Lynn. And like now we're looking at is this seven game series? Are we at a seven game? No, this is five. Five. Best of five. Five game. But still, but still, you need a three. Yeah. Um Lance Lynn is is just a honestly like a shell of himself at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and oh, man, this is tough. If they got Woodruff, I think Milwaukee can take him down. Mm-hmm. And I think we see Woodruff in that series. So you're so going I'm, Milwaukee. I'm, I'm gonna stick with Milwaukee here. If if Woodruff if Woodruff isn't a piece of that, I'm gonna have a hard time with them stopping their offense. Four hours ago, I had the Brewers hoisting a trophy. Now, with my concerns, our concerns for Woody, I'm gonna go with LA. I think they have enough to get by a non-Brandon Woodruff Milwaukee. Yeah, and the Brewers are one in five against the Dodgers this year. I know that you got to take that with a grain of salt, but they also beat the Brewers a couple of years ago in the playoffs too. So they've kind of had their. They've actually beaten the Brewers. Twice in the playoffs. Bro, you try to tell me it mattered what happened in April. I don't give a shit what happened two years ago. Well, <laughs> you say that to the Twins, man. The Twins can't find a way in the postseason. Yeah, I hear you. We both have. Yeah, so Philly. that's. A, I got a big question mark by this series. Agreed. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, Philly, Atlanta. You got the four seed. You got the one seed. Okay. This is my World Series. Yeah. Like this is, this is my World Series. Whoever wins this, I think, is better than anyone in the AL. Mm-hmm. I, so like LA, Atlanta's rotation is beat up, right? Like outside of Spencer Strider, who are we leaning on here? Bryce Elder? Like, that's your guy? The Braves bullpen was right there with the Texas Rangers as one of the worst bullpens in baseball the last month of the season. Guess why? Starting pitching was beat up. So the guys aren't going deep into games. The bullpen is throwing a ton of innings. And when that's the case, in September, when guys are already running on fumes, waiting for that extra burst of energy in the postseason, now they're throwing extra innings and they're exhausted and they're getting crushed. They're walking guys. And that's that worries me. And I know Atlanta's offense is a juggernaut. You have who will be the NL MVP and Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, you have a one through nine. That, that offense is unbelievable. I... With all that said, we've already talked about how much I love Philly. Philly wins this. Uh, Five-gamer. Great series. Philly wins it in the ninth inning of game five. Charlie Morton's going to be on the injured list. Finger injury. It says he's going to be out through the DS, actually. There you go. Gosh. And where are we at on Freed? He's lining up for game two. He'll be fine. What was it? Blister? Yeah. Okay. That I mean that helps him. I still I still like Philly. I would just want to be different than you and so I'm gonna go and say Atlanta because I think it's a coin flip. It is. It really, it really is. Like that's what I mean when I say this is the World Series. Like this is this feels very evenly matched. Philly has better pitching, has a much better bullpen. Atlanta has a much better offense. The other side of my bracket too is full of underdogs or at least lower. Higher is it lower seeds or higher seeds? I got Rays, Blue Jays, four and six seeds, and then I have so to combat that I'm gonna go with the 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 one and two seeds here. So I'll go Atlanta advancing past Philly just for the sake to be different. ALCS, Orioles, Astros, battle of heavyweights, one two seeds. What are you thinking? So this is where the postseason experience is gonna come in. And Baltimore, their season's going to come to an end here just because. And I think Baltimore wins a World Series sometime in the next three years. 
Um, I just think they're too inexperienced right now. And I think once you get to this point uh, in the postseason without a closer, mm-hmm. it's really tough. to. The last three outs are so hard to get in the postseason. And if you you got Batista going out there, I feel like – I'm not saying that's going to make or break them, not having a closer, but that's a, it's a big part. It could, yeah. It, 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 it could. Um, but it's more uh, just Houston experience over the lack of big games that these kids have played in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to lean on the the Houston Astros heart rate sitting at about 75 and Baltimore sitting at about 110. So it's uh, it's a big difference. Like when you're in the postseason, I mean, my 2013, I mean, I remember playing in those games and it's like, Okay, holy shit, holy shit, because this is the biggest pitch of my life. Strike. Oh, all right. Oh, shit. This was the biggest pitch of my life now. Like, and you do that over and over and over again. You get done and you're sitting in your locker after the game and you felt like you ran a marathon. And, and I think if I played in another postseason after that, those feelings would be cut in half because I had done it before and I had felt those feelings before. I knew it, it was going to be a fine and like just kind of step back and just play baseball. Houston has that and Baltimore doesn't as simple as that. And I think that really put it in simple terms. Like you get that tight, you know what? <laughs> that things happen. Like the old saying of booty hole so tight, can't do nothing right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't clip that, put it on Twitter. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, you, you get nervous, you start fearing failure, man. In big games, you, you see guys crumble. Guys come in, can't throw strikes. Guys start chasing at sliders because they're trying to get the big hit. It matters. What was so, more nerve-wracking, your first playoff at bat or your first World Series at bat? Oh, World Series. World really? Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Well, you had a couple postseason at bats, so I was thinking maybe yeah, it kind of got, yeah. got you acclimated to the postseason a little bit. I had some postseason like knocks, like big one. Like I, I like so you remember the um big poppy grand slam against of course, yeah. So I let off that inning with a double. Yeah, I know, I know. I've cut so up that like, idea before. Yeah, and I think earlier in like the in the DS, we're playing Tampa. I had a like RBI double off Matt Moore off the wall. Yeah, a couple a couple knocks, but uh, definitely the World Series. World Series, you're like, holy shit! Really? Yeah, I'm in the World Series. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I was hurt in the World Series, man. I had a messed up back, like herniated disc in my back. So I I had limited at bats. I had a couple of bats. Um, remember Segris, the lefty from the Cardinals. So he it was back when he threw a hundred. He was like ninety eight to one on one lefty, like big lefty throwing gas. Mm-hmm. And I got a first pitch like dick ball, like middle in. And I knew he saw in the fastball and he loved to pitch pitch in. So I was already like looking dead red. And I like saw it and like just hit the bottom of the ball and flew out to like deep left center. But I hit it like super high. Like if I hit this much higher on the ball fucking massacred like yeah. crushed because he's throwing gas and i like i hit it right off the sweet spot like you felt it i was like oh my god like i just i just i just miss hitting a world series homer and then another bat in that in that series um rosenthal remember when he was a closer Trevor, just, yeah yeah and um worked a really good at bat i fouled off some tough pitches ended up going three two and he didn't throw his change up a ton to righties at that point and he threw me the fucking nastiest three-two changeup. That, and this was back when he was pumping like ninety-nine. Yeah, with like sink. And this the ball starts like middle in, like waist high, and I'm like three-two counted. Fouled off his pitches, his slider, everything. And here it comes, and this motherfucker just goes <laughs> at my back foot, like. And I talked to him about it like a year later, and he goes, "That's the best changeup I've ever thrown in my entire life." Mm. And I was like, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just worked my ass off to get to this point in this at bat, and you decide to pull a rabbit out of a hat, right? But it was, I mean, still like those at bats, like I can see, I can close my eyes and see the seams and the spin on those pitches mm-hmm. because of what I just said of like how important it is. So pretty cool. You have Houston advancing. Yeah, I have a little bit different matchup: the Rays and the Blue Jays. Gonna flip another coin and say it's gonna be Tampa. Moving on. Dude, you're all over Tampa. Yeah, I don't I don't feel confident about this at all. 
They got a lot of depth. Um, I feel like you're just doing this to do it. I don't. I don't think you believe in it. I. I, I don't. But but so, I also filled out like brackets different ways, and I didn't feel confident about that way either. I don't feel confident fair. about the American League at all. I can zoom through this NL. I got Philly beat Milwaukee, so I got a rematch of of last year's World Series. Yeah. And um, I got Houston. Philly winning the I got Philly winning the World Series. Houston and Philly and, and uh, Philly writing a different script, huh? Yeah, but I got it going like seven. I got it going all the way. Yeah, for baseball. For baseball. I told you, man. I'm I'm filling this out as we go. So, I just I I think, and I've said this since August. I think you can have my back on this. This is this team is built for the postseason, man. Mm-hmm. They really like they got. They're just loaded with like dudes with big nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not scared. Like these guys are grinders. Like I really like the feel. I like their manager. I mean, they just yeah, I like them. Philly wins World Series. Tampa Bay versus the Braves and mine. I'll go with the best team in baseball this year and say Atlanta hoist the trophy. That's that's a good pick. If they can beat the Phillies, they'll win the World Series. I'm ready to light it on fire and throw it in the Dude, trash after round. I if I don't get a if something crazy happens and we don't get Philly versus Atlanta, I'm not watching the rest of the postseason. Yeah. I'm just let's kidding. go fighting fish, baby. Fighting fish. I already forgot about them. The fighting <laughs> skip Schumachers. All, All right, right, man. That's good stuff. Part of the Believe Network. Baseball postseason is here. Give me an absolute yeah, blast. Peace out, people. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.